0: welcome to episode 87 of new indian woman podcast airing first in late may 2023 and i'm your host krishna so we have Anuradha sridharan we listened to her episode on packaged food In this episode, what we are going to focus on is about her journey itself. She shared with us about how she started looking at packaged food from a personal experience. While she started there, over a period of time, that journey has evolved into something quite different. Anuradha, welcome to the podcast again. I would request you to just give a background about yourself, about what all you do, what all has your focus currently and uh, how this journey has evolved beyond packaged food.
1: Uh, Thank you, Krishna. My pleasure to um, share my thoughts again through this uh, New Indian Women podcast. So I'm a computer science engineer by background. I've been in the software industry for close to 20 years. Uh, i have also done my mba from iim bangalore but for me the the tipping point in terms of why i do what i do it came in you know as i explained in my previous episode when i started to understand food so food is sort of like the first step that helped me to connect with my passion and my interests Since my school days I've been quite fascinated by biology. I love to understand about human body, human health and at one point of time I aspired to become a doctor but uh, somehow that didn't materialize and I became an engineer. For about 10 years it was the usual expected routine of going to work, coming back, uh, career aspirations, Uh, doing my uh, MBA. So that's how the initial 10 years of my journey went. But once my daughter was born, I started to look at things slightly differently uh, to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. As I started to get interested in food and cooking, I, I, I started to also understand that health is something that is very, very important to me. Health it's not just about managing my health or uh, my daughters but I also felt there is a strong sense of responsibility to help others as well in this journey. Health is not just about uh, you know free from uh, being uh, you know without having any diseases but it is much beyond that. I wanted to understand about the various components that contribute to health. Around the same time, I was also seeing my close family members having major lifestyle diseases like uh, diabetes, blood pressure, cholesterol, arthritis. So I wanted to understand how and why these issues are on the rise. And as I started to explore about food, I figured out that food is such an important factor, but it is not the only factor and then i started to slowly get into uh, other aspects in this journey of peeling the layer of health mm-hmm. right one after another then i started to understand about okay there is this component of physical movement uh, so when we spoke in the previous episode how our ancestors led a completely different life where there was a lot more physical movement they were their day to day routine involved a lot more physical activity whereas our lifestyles are more sedentary So I started to understand more about the physical activity uh, aspects. Then I started to understand about sleep. Earlier, I used to be a night owl. I remember days when I used to go to bed only past midnight. I then slowly started correcting those habits. And now by 9.30, 10, uh, I make sure that I go to bed. There are things that we take for granted, like sunlight, for example, Mm -hmm. or going for a walk amidst nature. These are things that we don't give priority towards. And I find that once I started incorporating those habits, why is it that uh, in a country like India, where we are seeing so many people deficient in vitamin D? And I was I was vitamin D deficient as well back in 2018, 2019, when my routine was mostly uh, indoors. And then when uh, the pandemic struck and I felt like I couldn't go outside, that's when I discovered that there is this beautiful terrace uh, on my apartment. And uh, I started to enjoy taking a walk on the terrace every single day from that time onwards. So uh, yeah, only when something is, you know, taken away from us, we start to realize the value. So uh, once I started doing that on a on on a, every single day, uh, automatically, my vitamin D levels went up, I started to feel more energetic, more active. And Once all these physical aspects of food, exercise or physical movement, sleep, uh, exposure to sunlight, all those habits started kicking in. I also started to look at my mind, my thoughts and emotions. And Mm -hmm. that's when I realized that I've been spending quite a lot of time on social media. So um, uh, sometime back in 2019, I, uh, I decided to quit Facebook and Twitter. And uh, I'm active on Instagram, but I don't use the Instagram uh, app on my phone. I post through uh, the Instagram web version. I follow a a strict number of 60 people on Instagram. So um, I don't want to take in more inputs, but I think this particular number is sufficient enough to meet my need of new information, consumption to uh, explore new things that are happening that I'm interested in. So I keep the number to 60. I have consciously made choices not to invest my time or not to spend my time on um, any of these OTT platforms where I need to spend significant time on watching a particular series. So mm-hmm. I la- I love to watch movies. But if I have to invest my time in a series, I question myself, is this really needed? Because many mm-hmm. times I have found that the- these series are quite addictive. And it takes up quite a lot of time. So um, these are the ways by which I've consciously reduced my digital consumption patterns. And these changes have also helped me to understand how my thoughts and emotions play an important role in my health. And that's when my journey started to take a turn towards exploration of more concepts on philosophy and spirituality. And that is where I am Hmm. currently. And um, I find that it's not just about taking 10 minutes in a day and doing a, a meditation practice. It is
0: mm.
1: once that 10 minutes is gone and we get back to our normal routine, we again start to fall apart, right? So how do we make sure that we don't react to things that are happening around? How, how can we uh, be more in charge of our um, patterns that keep coming out, right? Hmm. So these are the aspects that I'm currently exploring and learning about myself. And in this journey, I find that writing to be a very powerful medium. I continue to write on my blog on all the thoughts and experiences uh, in, you know, all these different facets of uh, health. And I continue to share that on my blog. So that is my
0: journey so far. Thanks a lot for sharing that. I'm particularly curious about this point where you said I was not talking only about my own health or my own daughter's health, but about the awareness. That is something I find it very inspirational for the listeners out here because most of us in our busy lives, whether it is really busy or whether we consider it as busy, leave that part of it. But regardless of it, we are barely able to manage what we want to do. Uh, Whether we have overcrowded with a lot of tasks, whether we have taken up more responsibilities, whatever it may be. So we are barely able to do six out of the 10 things that we want to do for ourselves and for our families. And most often than not, people try to limit it to, okay, uh, let me limit it to me and my family. There are exceptional people out there doing a lot of work, which will create a lot of impact to thousands and thousands of people. What you are doing seems to be slightly different. You are not out there shouting on top of uh, a building saying, see, listen, this is my learning on packaged food. This is my learning on food. Now come listen. But at the same time, you are going out there focusing on increasing awareness, which is something I really find it wonderful because you had the option of not doing that. You had the option of only publishing a blog, sharing your experiences and leaving it there. Even that is extra effort, I understand. But I'm particularly talking about you going out there conducting awareness workshops and being there because that demands a whole lot of time and especially the time that we set aside for our children and we want to be with the children and all that. That is where I'm like fascinated and that's where I would like you to touch upon that part because women, most of us, we feel our responsibilities pull us down. In in our mind, we may want to do so many things But we limit our circles around us and say we draw one Lakshman Rekha and say no, no, I cannot do. I will only do so much which may be required also at times but you have gone beyond what I call the demands of the role and done something different.
1: Sure Krishna. So the way I look at uh, the work that I do is it it comes from a sense of responsibility. So um, until about two thousand. Uh, 16, I was uh, sharing a lot of uh, food recipes uh, on Instagram and Facebook. I was also ri- sharing my thoughts on uh, nutrition. It is more about what I learned from my experience and I was sharing it with my close circle of friends, with my you know small uh, social group on Instagram. But in 2017 something changed uh, where I started to notice many of the food influencers, who were blatantly promoting packaged foods, it just sounded like uh, irresponsible from their part, where they were willing to promote packaged foods with harmful ingredients, even to the extent of uh, saying that I feed these foods to my children. And the children were also used as part of their uh, marketing campaigns. So when I started observing this, I felt that this is not right. Uh, when I uh, spoke to some of my family members, they completely depend on television ads. I'm talking about the previous generation. Mm -hmm. So when when they see an ad of a health drink that says, you give this particular health drink to your kid and your kid will grow taller, sharper, stronger. And that message, they completely believe, right? Without Mm -hmm. questioning. And I see that for our current generation, The equivalent is all these social media influencers, right? Hmm. So when they recommend something, there is a sense of trust. The followers who have come, they believe that this person is sharing something that is something that I need to listen to, that is something Hmm. worth my time, right? So that's why they've started to follow all people on social media. So when that sense of responsibility is missing, I felt that it, it didn't seem right to me. So I wanted to take a neutral stand and that's when I started to write about packaged foods in detail on my blog. I started to conduct workshops, uh, you know, wherever possible. I was also doing a few online workshops during the COVID uh, times because if there are 100 people who are saying, take this particular packaged food and give it to your kid, I want to be that one odd person out who say, no, wait a minute, read the ingredients before you give. And the same thing goes with every single particular uh, factor that goes into our health and well-being. It's not just Mm. about food. There are multiple influencers on social media, be it physical fitness, be it wellness, be it spiritual influencers. I wanted people to take responsibility for themselves than blindly succumbing to somebody else's uh, ideas or philosophies that are being propagated on social media. So even when people ask me about Anu, can you suggest whether this particular package food is good or not? I don't want that question to come to me. Hmm. I would rather want the individual to take responsibility and make the decision for himself or herself, right? Hmm. That is my ultimate goal, where people are able to take decisions for themselves without relying on a third person, because this third person can be influenced by multiple factors. Right. There is big money out there where the social media influencers are being paid. So we don't know their intentions. Hmm. So it is, it is up to us as individuals to make the choice for ourselves or for our family members before going ahead and making a decision. It's not just about food. It's about every particular as, uh, aspect of health that Mm. uh, we take the step towards. So there are so many diets that are being promoted. right? Mm. uh, If if it works for one person, it doesn't mean it's going to work for me as well. So I need to take that step to understand what that uh, diet means, what are the side effects, what is it that it is expected to do. So that initial research that um, uh, in Tamil, there is this beautiful word called menakedal. I'm not able Mm. to find the equivalent word in English, but it is that taking that extra step forward uh, towards uh, my own health. And that Mm. is much uh, needed in today's times because the information that is coming to us, we don't know whether it is biased, whether it is being purchased, whether it is being manipulated by someone. So it is best we take that information, but we do our own research and then take a choice whether it is worth
0: or not. Great. Did you feel a sense of insecurity when you decided, okay, I have all this research, I have all this information, which I am going to share, even if I am the lone voice out there against all these people influencing in a biased manner, even though I may be the lone voice, but let me be that voice. Did you feel a sense of insecurity before you started that?
1: I don't think it is uh, insecurity, Krishna, but I think... um So until about uh, 30 years of age, I did what the society expected me to do. Study well, gain good marks, get uh, campus placement, get a good job, go up the ranks in your career. I did exactly what the society would expect any adult to do. But I think uh, there is a slight rebel in me somewhere where that rebel was kept quiet until um, I was about 30 years old. So that rebel woke woke up one fine day and decided, okay, let's just question everything that is happening in the world.
0: So you unleash the rebel for the benefit of the people around. When a woman sets out to do something like this, most often than not, there'll be people around. It may be immediate family members, extended family members, friends, whomever, trying to dissuade you, saying that, okay, are you going to change the world? So many people are doing so many things. Is your voice is going to be heard? Because you, when you decide to do this, whether it is a workshop, etc., you have to set out time for it. And it's always from your own free time. That particular time is something could have been better used with the family. And there's always demands. As a young woman, there are always enough and more demands. Sometimes society makes you feel guilty. So to speak, if you are not spending time for the family and you are doing that for your own pursuits, whatever those pursuits are. But what I'm trying to say is there, there are these naysayers around. That first circle of naysayers will normally bring that person back and not allow the person to unleash their talent, unleash and come out of that circle. Did you face that? In case you faced, how did you overcome
1: Actually, I did not face uh, any backlash on this effort because it was not really a planned effort. I just went um, as per the flow that I don't know, maybe it it was not an intended conscious planned effort. Um, Mm -hmm. So when I started to explore about packaged foods and I started writing, it was more of a intent to share what I have researched and uh, learned and I had, I had chosen the form of writing because that is the form that I'm comfortable with. And this mm. was back into 2017. And at that time, mm. nobody was doing the sort of analysis of breaking down packaged foods. So it was something new. So there were many people who felt like, you know, this is something that nobody has spoken about. So it, it, it made a lot of sense to people who were following me on um, social media. But now I see many more people who have started to talk about packaged foods, labels, ingredients in the form of videos and reels on social media, which is a good thing that more people start to talk about it. We will see the information being spread to as many people as possible. The only backlash, I wouldn't call it really a backlash, but more of the medium that I chose to uh, spread this particular um, initiative is People were saying, why don't you uh, get started with making videos or reels? Because that is the format that, you know, it is popular. Why do you still stick to blogging and words and writing long form articles? So for me, the the message is important. And uh, the medium that I chose, it should be something that I am comfortable with. Hmm. When you talk about... uh, does it take time away from family for me writing is something that I can do very quickly Hmm. but if I have to make the same content in the form of a video and then edit it I find that to be um, a more time-consuming task and Hmm. I find I'm not sure if in terms of the ROI the time that I put in (laughs) will it will it really be worth so Hmm. I have not changed the medium. So I have still stuck to the same medium of writing because that is what I'm comfortable with and that is what I love to uh, use for sharing my thoughts. So that way, the time factor is balanced. But at the same time, because uh, people have moved on to Reels and other video formats, the reach for the message that I want to convey is still very uh, limited. But I'm fine with it because the... The point is not about how many people the message reaches, but even if it reaches, say, 10 people, but it touches a strong chord with them, I'm sure Mm. they will take that effort to spread it forward. So that's how things have progressed so far.
0: Wonderful. So one thing that I also heard you talk about is not having any plans when you set out to do this and it is evolving over a period of time, which which is very interesting, okay? Because many of the people whom we interview in the context of people who inspire, many of them say this. Now, when we look back, we may think that they set out with some goal and all that, but they will say, no, we didn't. We just started with something, what spoke to us, what their heart said. And then with that, it constantly evolved, evolved, evolved. And they persisted in their efforts. And that's what is coming out in what you shared also. That's that's so nice to hear that. Yes, yes,
1: very true. I think um, the journey is something that uh, for all of us, it evolves based on multiple factors, based on how where our curiosity takes us to, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, my curiosity has taken me on a journey of um, food, physical health, habits, digital minimalism. And then it, it has now taken me to this place of philosophy and uh, understanding the mind and emotions. So I find this journey to be something that unraveled on its own without me putting a conscious effort. So as we keep exploring, and that's why I I always believe that if we keep our distractions to a minimum, this journey of curiosity will take you to many places which you wouldn't have imagined. Hmm. Uh, For me to think about that I am going to be reading a book on spirituality or philosophy, something that it's not it's unfathomable when when I was in my early 20s. So as a personality, you would st- start to change and people may not be able to recognize you for who you have become now as compared to where you were in your 20s. In, in terms of thought process, it's hmm. not about uh, any other aspects. It's mainly about how your thoughts, how your perspectives have changed over the past 20 years. This is possible only if we have our distractions to a minimum today we see that there are so many distractions i am talking not just about uh, young kids but also for women i would consciously urge everybody to rethink their daily schedule what are the things that are robbing them of their time right hmm. once we understand and eliminate those distractions many possibilities would emerge
0: Nice to hear that. And, uh, and rather recently, the most recent episode which has uh, got published as we record this is uh, for from the New Indian Woman podcast is on focusing. For me, it is like a deja vu kind of a moment. So what are your aspirations at this point? you want to take it as it goes or do you have any specific aspirations that you would like to share?
1: No, as a person, I'm not really a, a long-term planner. Uh, I've never mm. been a long-term planner i just go along with the flow based on what you know what are the things that i would like to learn for me learning is a, always has been a priority i love to read i love to explore new topics new concepts which which will eventually help me identify what what i would like to do or what i'd like to pursue further so it's not really about a long term plan but for me the what I would call it as a satisfactory accomplishment would be to help as many people experience holistic health. Hmm. Uh, holistic health is a combination of multiple factors and uh, I would like more people to experience it. And uh, it is within their own hands and it's not something that they need a, need somebody else to guide them or help them. Hmm. But hmm. if if only they are open to understanding... Their own body, their own intuition, their own feelings, right? That in itself will help them to evolve and experience that state of holistic well being. True.
0: You were talking about planning, you were talking about having less distractions. I know you are not talking about the things alone, but even the mental distractions, everything. In that context, would you mind sharing? I don't believe in a typical day, but If you were to say most of your days, how would your day be? Is it a planned kind of a thing that you have or how is it? Yes. So
1: in terms of my um, long-term planning, I am not a long-term planner, as I told you earlier. Mm. But in terms of uh, daily activities, I'm a very strict planner.
0: That's what I was wanting to know about. Yeah.
1: So um, I currently work for a startup. So for me, my morning begins around uh, 6 a.m. and I start to cook for myself and I mean for my family and for my daughter's uh, lunch boxes. I finish cooking by around 7.30 and then I start to do a quick about 30-40 minutes of yoga and after completing yoga, getting ready, I go to my workplace twice a week. So on days I go to office, the schedule will be a bit more rushed. Then I come back in the evening by around 4, 4 4.30. And uh, um, after taking a rest for some time, I go for a walk. Uh, Evening walks are compulsory. After I go for a walk, I come back and uh, do my evening prayers. And then I start cooking dinner and making things ready for the next day. For me, reading is also an important activity. So every evening before going to bed, I read for about half an hour. And the books are my favorite favorite friends so uh, after reading for about half an hour and spending time with family I wind up my day by around 9 30 10 so that's uh, typically my schedule
0: when do you write your blog
1: and all that in between all this when during my reading so writing I don't really have a schedule as such whenever inspiration Mm -hmm. strikes so many times after I finish my evening walk evening walks are the time when suddenly some insights would connect
0: And Mm. I would
1: start to, you know, immediately come down and jot it down. And then whenever time permits, I make sure to edit and uh, make it a proper uh, article and publish.
0: Wonderful to hear this. When we wind up just before that, is there any thoughts you want to share with all our listeners in terms of people who struggle, who struggle in terms of having ideas, but holding themselves back, wanting to do so many things? that touches the lives of other people, but feeling shy about it or not having enough energy or there are those negative factors, pulling them down. Any messages? In in fact, I would like to make it a little better. If you would like to share a message, either share it like that or if, if there is a particular saying or something that you believe in, in any regional language that you would like to share, that's also most welcome.
1: So while growing up, in, in my school, there was this uh, saying that was uh, printed. It was in um, Tamil. It says, um, hmm. Which means uh, there is no substitute for hard work. Hmm. So in this generation of uh, you know quick wins and uh, smart work, I still come from those days where hard work is value. I believe work should be treated with respect. Work, not just what we do, as as part of our job or or as for our employer. But any work we do, whether Mm -hmm. be it at home, whether be it our passion, be it interest, but treat it with respect. I don't believe in this uh, get shit done, get epic shit done. No, work has to be treated with respect. Those are the kinds of values that I've been brought up with and that I continue to imbibe. And um, keep an open mind about yourself and give that space to understand and evolve because many times we get so caught up in the outside world that we lose our who we are right so we we stop to question ourselves we stop to understand ourselves so have that self-compassion for yourself and uh, we play multiple roles as women we play the role of mother we play the role of daughter daughter daughter-in-law wife so many roles but there is this individual person as well right who what what does she want what does she Mm. aspire take the time to understand that person it is very important and especially as we grow into our uh, 30s and 40s it is even more important to connect with our own self so as the saying goes only if your cup is full you'll be able to you know fill it for others so make sure to take the time, make sure to fill your cup in a way that it nourishes you, it makes you feel rejuvenated. So it could be as simple as following a passion or a hobby, or it could be as ambitious as identifying a problem statement in the world and going ahead and solving it. So it could be anything in the spectrum, but you know, do it for that particular person who is in Mm -hmm. you. That is what the message I would like to share. Thank you.
0: Beautiful words. Very well put. Thanks once again, Anuradha. And I hope uh, we have the opportunity to talk again in some other context, some other topic in this uh, podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Krishna. It
1: was uh, absolutely a pleasure to share my thoughts with you in this podcast.
0: So with that, we come to the end of another episode of New Indian Woman. See you again in the next episode. Do visit my website, thenewindianwoman.com for related blogs on this topic. Of course, I would love to hear from you. You could rate or leave a comment in your podcast app or write to me at Krishna at thenewindianwoman.com. Remember, you were what you want to be and the time starts now.